Well, the Golden State Warriors continue playing the waiting game in terms of free agency. I think more so with the fan base, uh, who's getting incredibly frustrated. We're going to break down who's still out there, plus some interesting comments from Rick Buecher today in regards to Draymond Green and Jordan Poole. And then interesting comments from, from Ramona Shelbourne of ESPN regarding the Warriors possibly trading for Damian Lillard. We'll get into that and so much more next. This is Locked On Warriors with Kyla Mills. She's joining me. This is Locked On Warriors. You are Locked On Warriors, your daily Golden State Warriors podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Warriors your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get podcasts and on YouTube, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. You can follow Kylan Mills on all social media platforms Except for threads. Are you on threads yet? Oh my God, no. Tell I've heard that it's a thing, but I'm not. Uh, it's it's gonna be my I'm like that little Twitter logo on the YouTube screen next to my Twitter handle. I'm changing that uh, as soon as uh, the locked on production folks give me the threads logo there. I'm I'm out. I'm done with Twitter. I'm I'm moving on. Threads is legit. They just need uh I heard someone say that it needs I'm a down with it. Yeah, I'm totally down. I want I want to I want Musk ruined Twitter. Sorry. Musk totally did. Yeah, I, I, absolutely. So um, but regardless, so so you can follow Kylan Mills on every social media platform except Threads. Uh, still available on TikTok, still available on Instagram, and, and your Instagram handle, by the way, rolls over. So when you do get your Threads account, follow her at Kyla Mills. You can follow me on Twitter while I'm still there at Dog Surf Rocho. My my Threads handle is even easier. Dog Wild, just one word, seven letters, short, simple, easy. Uh, so follow us there. Great to see you, Kylan. How are you doing? How are you feeling about the Warriors? I, I sense a lot of frustration uh, from Dub Nation, rightfully so, as every other team in the NBA seems to be improving. Uh, the Warriors are not. Your thoughts? <sighs> another day, another day to talk about non-Warriors moves. Uh, it certainly yeah. is frustrating. I understand fans' frustration as well. I mean, the Warriors are going to be scraping the bottom of the barrel if they're going to try to pick up a backup center or even a power forward to help you know, with the front court depth, it's a huge problem. It's a huge concern. Um, you know, I get frustrated because people will respond and say, oh, well, the Warriors won the championship in 21-22 and they were small. No, I'm sorry, but Otto Porter Jr. and Nemanja Bielitsa were like 6'9", 6'10". Those were big guys who could spread the floor. And the NBA has changed. And I think every season it's been evolving, but now you have to get past a you know, completely healthy Denver Nuggets team with Nikola Jokic paired up with Jamal Murray. Um, and I think that teams are getting bigger, longer, and stronger. And that's the type of athlete that we're seeing uh, just across the NBA. I just feel like the NBA is getting longer. And I just don't know how much longer with an aging core the Warriors can ride out the small ball thing. Like the older players who you're wanting to run the floor, you know, they're getting less, you know, they're, legs are able to put less miles on them. You know what I mean? So it's like, I just, I just, I'm concerned. I'm concerned that coming up this season, that the small ball approach isn't going to work Agreed. based on 
what we're seeing from competition. And then just based on the fact the Warriors are another year older and, you know, the core is getting older. They just added Chris Paul, another old player. And he's also a player who likes to slow down the pace. I mean, Chris Paul is not a run and gun type of guard. So I actually don't mind that. I think it could be interesting to see him and the way he would run the second unit. I mean, I think he can adjust to the Warriors pace to some degree, but there also could be a compromise in terms of him being able to stabilize the offense with that second unit. So not saying I hate that move. I'm just saying that you're looking at a very, you know, it's an older group of players compared to some of these other teams. So you're now trying to run out the gym players who are younger and faster than you, but you also don't have size to compete with the teams that are bigger. So to me, it's, it's, you know, it's a combination of factors that make me concerned with the Warriors lack of size. And that's why I think they have to add someone, uh, if not more than one someone to the front court depth, because right now you're looking at Kevon Looney and Draymond and I guess JK, but I honestly like JK at three and four. I don't even love him running at the five. Uh, and you know, you've got a late second round rookie. Like, I don't think that can be someone who is reliable. You know, it's something that I want to pose a question to you, Cyrus, that someone commented on. I, I quote tweeted, I know you're going to break down a little bit some of the free agents that are still left and who's gone. And yeah. Mo Bamba being signed today was one of them. And someone commented back, I, I just quote tweeted that and said, you know, you know who's better than all these free agents is James Wiseman. This was a fan's <laughs> comment. This was a fan's comment. You know who would be a better backup center than all these free agents we're talking about is James Wiseman. Hmm. He why did the Warriors system. give up on him? Do you agree with that? Do you think that you know, James Wiseman would be a better option than some of these, you know, lower end centers that the Warriors are looking at signing for a minimum? That's a great, that is a great question. Um, I mean, what, I, I guess it's like a toss up between <laughs> him and Dario Saric. I, I call that a toss up. Um, you know, I don't know. That's a good one. Like, would you, who would you rather take Wiseman or Tristan Thompson? I'd, uh, I'd probably say Wiseman, but I mean, when you start going to, uh, you know, whether you it's Dario Saric, who at least is a consistent three-point shooter, um, I'd probably go Saric, but barely. Yeah, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. I mean, it's it's a moot point because he's under contract, and uh, I, I don't imagine the Warriors trading to get him back. No, they um, wouldn't. I think there were, the fan was making the point of like, why did the Warriors let him go so early? And now we're in the market for a backup center. It's just like kind of a funny predicament, given that James Wiseman was supposed to be the backup center last season. And he was supposed to be being, you know, groomed even back during the 2021-22 playoff run when initially before the Warriors shut him down for the season, they thought he was going to return from that meniscus surgery. And like Bob Myers was going out and telling the media, like, hey, don't worry about the size. We're hoping James Wiseman's going to be back and be contributing by the playoffs. Like that was literally said that they were expecting him to be a contributor on the bench. And like I said, going into last season, that was what the impression was. Um, so it is kind of interesting, the fact that they had possibly – you know, they had possibly a backup center on the roster and let him go. Uh, I feel bad. I know Wiseman maybe, you know, still had a lot of youth in him, but I think he still has potential. But anyways, I just, I thought it was an interesting question. I, I agree. I like Saric and I still think he's the leading candidate for the Warriors, but I don't know. I, I just saw a report that, you know, Miami is pretty heavily pursuing him and that it's looking good that he could end up in Miami. So my hopes are starting to die a little bit with every day that passes, Cyrus. <laughs> uh, I think you're muted, unless it's my computer. No, 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 that was me. Thank you for that. Uh, <laughs> J no, and, and, and sorry for the mic issues today. I literally just forgot to set it up. So I'm going with the computer mic. So I apologize. For oh, it sound, you sound good. Okay, good. Well, yeah, uh, but the, the quality is not quite as good as normally as I apologize for that. Um, yeah, yeah, so Jake Fisher of Yahoo Sports reported 
uh, just slipped it in there in like paragraph eight of, of a column that um, that Dario Saric, uh, he might, the reason why he hasn't signed with anyone yet is that he's reportedly waiting on the fallout from the Damian Lillard trade. And the insinuation is that he's waiting to find out if maybe he could play for Miami instead. Um, incredibly discouraging. Uh, you know, makes you wonder, like, if you're the Warriors, do you even wait for him? Do you give him, like, a deadline and just say we're moving on? Like, we're not going to be your shill in this whole negotiation process. Um, yeah. But it also brings up a point, and, and I, I got a question for you because I'm curious to know what your thoughts are. Mm-hmm. Um, the Warriors are clearly struggling to get uh, free agents. For All they can offer is a veteran minimum. That's fair. But then again, that's all the Suns had, and they got five players, five quality players very fast. Um, what do you think is is affecting the Warriors more so in terms of not being able to get free agents? The way they treated Jermichael Green last year? Because that has to register in the minds of, pr- of prospective free agents hmm. where they're going, do I want to play for a coach who, if I, you know, like don't start the season off super well, he's going to bench me for a two-way guy and I never see playing time again? Jermichael Green is still a free agent. He might not have been signed this year. That has to linger in the back of certain players and their agents, right, who rely on these player salaries yeah. for their own salary or do you think Draymond Green is a bigger deterrent uh given the fact that he literally knocked out one of his own teammates got zero punishment for it so, uh you know experienced zero accountability got a hundred million dollar extension after the fact uh or is it both your thoughts on that Hmm, interesting question. I would think more so the way that Jermichael Green was treated and the way that his career has played out since then would be a bigger factor because, you know, these players who are signing on bet minimums don't necessarily want to retire. And the fact that Draymond Green, or sorry, not Draymond Green, Jermichael Green hardly played for the Warriors certainly wasn't treated great by Steve Kerr. Um, You know, he was a player that I thought had an up and down season personally, but then there were times where I thought, hey, maybe... Maybe he could work with the Warriors, but he never, you know, got a huge chance. But regardless, you know, it certainly isn't a good look that now he can't even get signed. And I mean, the big thing is, especially when these players sign on these vet minimums, is to come in and play for the Warriors, the big hook is that you're going to win a championship. Uh, And and that's the big sell, is that some of these players who are later on their careers will take a little bit less money because they want to play with Steph Curry, they want to play with this core, and they ultimately want to win a championship. And, Mm -hmm. you know, to me, that's a big factor in getting Chris Paul to come to the Warriors. It's a championship organization. But then, you know, I think after last season, there's got to be a lot of question marks in some of these free agents' minds in terms of what's actually going on with the Warriors' culture. Is this going to be a championship contending team this season? And am I even going to play? Because that's another factor. Um, You know, even guys on bet minimums want to be competitive and want to get minutes. And with the Warriors, I think it's very apparent that Steve Kerr likes to go small. He doesn't like to play big guys, Uh, you know. So I think that's also a factor. Some of these guys want to play. And I don't know that given the Warriors roster construction and the way that Steve Kerr likes to go small, I mean, he's running four guard lineups out there. Like, do you really feel great coming into the Warriors organization as a big man after the way last season played out, the way, you know, maybe Jamichael Green was treated, the way that just in general, the Warriors run their rotation. You know, I don't know that you feel great about it, but to me, the selling point is you want to win a championship. Correct. But there, I think there's still a lot of question marks around whether this is going to be a contending team. So I don't know that the sales pitch is as strong as it was one or two seasons ago. No, I'm totally with you. And for the people bashing Jermichael Green, I get it. Uh, he, he underperformed last year, but 
when you criticize them, be very. We need to be on the on the on a very clear page here, which is that your criticism is based largely on the eye test. Because statistically, Jamichael was actually solid last year. He shot thirty eight percent from deep, uh, shot fifty four percent from the field. Um, he was one of the only players who could have given you size. I'm not going to forget that when he played in the postseason, the Warriors were actually successful as a result of that. And maybe what's most important that people seem to keep forgetting about Jermichael Green is that regardless of whether or not he was playing good or bad, he was still a better option than Anthony Lamb. That's what it came down to is that Kerr picked him over a two-way player. Kerr gave gave a two-way player minutes over Jermichael. Don't kid yourself if you think that that had no effect on prospective free agents coming in. In regards to a uh, minute distribution, maybe like I hear people and people in the chat are saying this as well. Like, well, you know, the, the rotation is set for the Warriors, not at the, at the center position. They have no one there. Like, so so if, if you think the reason why no one's coming to the Warriors is, well, there's no time for me, that is not the case when it comes to a big, but you don't see any bigs coming here. Dario Saric, we thought was going to be assigned a, almost a week ago. Um, and still nothing. So th- this is a massive problem. When we come back, uh, uh, and again, like, like I said, there were people here like like A.I. Clan. I don't even know what, Al Clan. He could never finish a dunk. Could Anthony Lamb? I mean, ultimately, still, regardless of your criticism of Jermichael Green, Steve Kerr played a two-way player over him. And you saw how frustrated Jermichael was in the playoffs, yelling back and forth with Kenny Atkinson. That played a part. So regardless of whether or not you want to defend Steve Kerr for not playing Jermichael, I don't know how you could defend playing Anthony Lamb over him, who was 6'5", with rape allegations hanging over his head, who brought nothing to the table uh, in terms of offensive playmaking, was average defensively. He's 6'5". That's perhaps the most glaring weakness for Anthony Lamb, yep. maybe. And Jermichael Green was 6'8". He gave you size. And when he played in the postseason, there were results. I'm not. I'm still not going to forget that game three performance where he almost saved the day. The Warriors would not have gotten out of that King series. It wasn't. If it wasn't for that game three. So, uh, you know, it's 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 just this is playing a part in this now. And when we come back, uh, I, I'm going to talk about Rick Bucher because he made some interesting comments today. Uh, I'm going to play one soundbite, and then we can also discuss the fact that he feels that Steve Kerr might be gone after this year. He doesn't know if it's going to be his choice. If it's going to be the Warriors' choice. But this could be the final run for Steve Kerr. We're going to talk about free agents. There's a lot to discuss when we come back. Uh, got to get some love to FanDuel, though. Uh, one of the most prominent sponsors of Locked On Warriors. You know, when you got the FanDuel sponsor, you're doing something right here. And so that's yeah, who we got. And, and, and folks, take your first swing at bet betting on Major League Baseball and fit on FanDuel, and you can get 10 times your first bet amount in bonus bets, up to $200. That's right. Just bet 20 bucks and you'll land $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. That's $200 you can spend betting everything from the money line to over-unders to who you think is going to, the, to, to, to get the first home run, all on an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Plus, when you win, you get paid instantly. That's huge. There's no better place to bet on Major League Baseball than FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Sign up today and visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to get up to $200 in bonus bets. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. FanDuel, the official partner of Major League Baseball. You are Locked On Warriors, your daily Golden State Warriors podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. 
Thank you for making Locked On Warriors your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you got podcasts. For the everydayers, follow us on Twitter at Locked On Dubs. This is where we announce who our guests are, what time we're on. Uh, and you can obviously follow Kylan Mills on all social media platforms uh, at Kylan Mills. Super easy. That includes uh, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, and soon to be threads. Um, here's a question for you, Kylan. And I just, I just randomly started thinking about this. And I'd love to know your perspective. The Warriors have to fill 14 roster positions. Um, there, and that's, I mean, look, in theory, you can get 15. I, I would, it would shock me if they actually filled 15. Right now, they're stuck at 11. Um, what, do, what's, your, what's your thinking on Andre Iguodala? Are we going to see him again? <laughs> it's so funny that you say that, Cyrus, because as soon as you said you'll, you'll be surprised if they get 15, my mind immediately went to Andre uh dude has to retire i think he's just mad that he didn't announce it himself and that the news leaked or whatever or whatever happened in terms of him coming out and saying no i'm not retiring when you hear it, you'll hear it from me like he has to like i don't see how he tries to play another nba season like last season he tried playing in a couple games he dunked and literally like threw his back out like love andre godala done a ton for the organization but like Time has come, dude, yeah. to, to hang it up, in my opinion. No, great, great basketball player, great leader for the Warriors, but, like, he couldn't play last year. And the year before that, he struggled. With, you know what I mean? It's not like this was just an anomaly. Like, he, he's just getting older, and the body can only handle so much. Uh, to me, I don't think he should get a roster spot this year. I don't know if he wants to come back. I don't know what the status is. But even if he does, I just – I don't think the Warriors can give him a contract again and give him a spot when they know he didn't play last season. Yeah. Like this is not a spot we can afford to give away. Um, I think that he just wants to announce it on his own time. Uh, I think that like, he's just going to wait. I wouldn't be shocked if Andre Guadalla like makes everyone wait to the last minute and like acts like he's coming back and then announces it on his podcast. Kind of like <laughs> how he made everyone wait to the last minute last season and then announced that he was coming back. Yeah. Uh, which good for him, like make it dramatic. I'm all about it, but dude, like it is time. So I hope for him, like, and the thing is Andre is a super successful already. Like businessman has tons of other ventures. He could be in broadcast. Like he's super smart. I just feel like there's a lot more still on the horizon for Andre, but it's not playing basketball. Yeah. And I'm watching him at these like California classic games. I'm seeing him like he's, 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 I don't know if they're hanging out physically with Steph and crew, but he's still very much in the mix. He's still acting like a player. And it's starting to make me wonder if if uh, if he's in the mix, if they're going to bring him back for another season. If they do, I, I just hope it's not as the 14th player, meaning I hope they don't just settle with 14 roster spots if they bring him. If you go up to 15, fine. But you can't count on him, dude. He's, he's, a, he's a grandpa. He, he's, his body's not holding up. It's ridiculous. Um. I'm going to go speaking, uh, of into, that, speaking of that being 15 yeah. roster spots. Like part of the problem is last year you had Ryan Rollins, who was essentially a wasted spot. And then you had yep. Andre who was a wasted spot and you didn't sign a 15th. So that already brought the Warriors down to 12 guys. And then they've got older players who, you know, are going to deal with injuries on and off throughout the season. PBJ hardly played with the Warriors. He mo mostly played with Santa Cruz. I mean, he didn't play in every Warriors game. So like there was a point where they had a bunch of players injured. I was like, oh my God, they're only going to have six guys available for this game. And that was part of the reason why Anthony Lamb and sub situations had to play because they were so thin. But right. when you only have 14 spots and, you know, two of them are Ryan Rollins and Andre Guadalla, like to me, that was such a waste. And, and the Warriors lack of depth was part of the problem last year. Absolutely. Do you know anything about Omar 
I just want to satisfy uh, Courtney Thomas here, who keeps bringing up Omar Omer uh, Yurt Seven. I believe he worked out for the Warriors. I, I've I've seen someone someone DM me, I think on on Instagram about him. I don't know much about him personally. Do you know anything? No, not yeah, I, personally. No. Yeah, I mean, in regardless, it would be a huge gamble if you're relying on him. Um, what? Let's let's go to the list real quick and see who's remaining right now. Uh, because I. I, I made this list with all these categories and uh, it has player names in it, obviously. So right now, Group H, the Ty Trome group, everyone is still available. Blake Griffin is still available. Boban Marjanovic is still available. Taj Gibson is still available. Clearly, no one is going to get excited about any of those players. In Group G, the Brad Wanamaker group, I believe Javante Green is still available. He's not necessarily a big – actually, all these players are. Derek Jones Jr., who we talked about, I would not mind him, even though he's yeah. not a traditional big. He's a tough dude, uh, solid rebounder, decent outside shooter. And then Frank Kaminsky uh, is, is, I believe, a seven-footer who can shoot the three. So any of these guys excite you, Kyle? Any thoughts? Dude, no. Cyrus, we're scraping the bottom of the barrel. Barrel. I said this the other day. I think Sarich is the best – available for the Warriors, but none of these guys excite me. I mean, this is, here's the thing though. This kind of made me mad today. Sai. uh, people are tweeting about Mo Bamba. Some people are saying, man, you know how much longer the Warriors going to wait. Cause you know, he got signed today and someone texts or someone had tweeted. And, and I saw a couple people tweeting this, just being like, Oh, Mo Bamba's trash. He sucks. See this, see that. Like who do people think the Warriors are going to get for, I know, a for a minimum, like these are the kind of players that we're looking at and talking about realistically. Like, yes, I, I like Sarah Sarich, and I think he would be solid. But like beyond that, like, like what? I guess like my question is just what's the alternative that you think the Warriors are going to get when they have no money? Like, I just don't know that people really understand. Like, the Warriors do not have money to spend on a quality, a high yeah. quality player. Like, you're looking at someone that you're going to bring in for a vet minimum. Uh, and I also feel like people don't really realize how lucky the Warriors got during the 2022 championship. They brought in Otto Porter Jr. And he ended up being as productive as he was after he'd been injured and dealt with injuries for a couple seasons. Um, and then Nemanja Bielitsa like kind of fit in, you know, perfectly and was able to help the Warriors. So it's just, you know, you're looking at trying to pull off something really tough when you don't have any money to spend because a lot of mm -hmm. these players, anyone who's going to be above that minimum tier or right on the edge, they're going to wait it out and they're going to try to get a contract. They're, they're going to want a two-year contract. They want to get above the minimum. Mm -hmm. And if teams out there are offering, then the Warriors are going to be left with very, very slim pickings. So mm -hmm. it's just if they continue, you know, to wait it out or they're going after Sarich and they don't get him like all the other guys are going off the board. So what's going to be left? That's my question. Oh, you're it's a, it's a very valid question. Um, moving on the list real quick. There are, there are some new names here okay. uh, in, in group F. Um, all these players, I believe are still available. Markeith Morris, Jermichael Green. We've discussed, uh, don't be surprised if he comes back folks. Do not uh, Tristan Thompson, Myers Leonard and Bismack Biombo. Um group E, the Nemanja Bielitsa group, Patrick Beverly is gone. Uh, Wenian Gabriel is still intriguing. The fact he's still available gives me some hope. He's one of the players that, that I would really would not mind. He's athletic. He's big. He's long. Yeah. Um, Dario Sarge still out there. We, we don't know what's going on with him and the Warriors. Juan Toscano Anderson, who I think you and I both think is likely going to be joining the Warriors, although we don't know uh, for certain. And then two new names that weren't on this list previously, one being Bol Bol, who was waived by the Orlando Magic just because they have so much depth in the front court. 
And then a player that I did not add previously that I should have, Nerland's Noel, uh, is still out there. Any thoughts there, Kylan? Uh, so back right around, you know, the trade deadline and, and back during the 2023 season or 22-23 season, I've liked Nerland's Noel. I think that he would fit in with the Warriors. I think of those players, he would probably be, in my opinion, he would be the best option. But I just don't see how the Warriors can afford him like do we really think noel's gonna go into that minimum uh you know i just i don't know he's in 2023 during that free agency run he got signed um his prior deal that he had signed was like a three-year 31 million dollar deal uh from 2021 to 23 with the knicks like this isn't a player who necessarily feels like they're gonna sign a vet minimum quickly or, or willingly. My concern is that the Warriors won't be able to afford him. I, I like mm. Noel out of all of them, but you you think the Warriors could get him on a vet minimum? Nerlens Noel's, yeah. I mean, he was available last year on a on a, on a vet minimum, so you never know, though. I, I don't know. It, it, to predict this stuff at this point is is insane. Um, I want to yeah. quickly mention this name, Giorgio uh, Papayanis, just because I've heard other people mention him as well as seven footer. Uh, from Europe. Uh, I've seen some video of him. Would not mind him. I don't know how he is defensively, but at this point, anyone would excite me practically. Almost anyone. I, you know, as long as Ty Jerome's not coming back or Anthony Lamb, uh, I'm excited. Uh, so going back to the list real quick. Um, and again, Bowl Bowl is, is, is available. Uh, he would be an interesting one for the Warriors. Not a solid rebounder, but he can actually handle the rock. Uh, he's a solid shot blocker. His dad played for the Warriors, Manute Bowl. Um, group D, the Otto Porter Jr. group, um, I think everyone's gone except for Mike Mascala, but Mike Mascala has not been bought out yet, so he still might be available. And the buyout market is another place where maybe the Warriors are waiting because Danilo Gallinari could become a player available in that market as well. Um, group C, the David West group, uh, Mason Plumley's gone, Alex Len is gone, Nikhil Alexander-Walker's gone. Is there anyone else? Oh, and there's a couple players left uh, that haven't been signed yet. Group B, the Sean Livingston group, uh, I added Dwight Howard just because someone said this to me recently, and I didn't, I didn't hate it. it, it is that ultimately when you're whatever you're, you're you're planning in terms of roster construction, you're looking up right now at the Denver Nuggets. Like you have to deal with Nikola Jokic if you want to win a championship. Um, and I would not hate Dwight Howard being on the team just to guard him. I don't think that's out of the realm of, of reality where at least Howard could slow him down a little bit. Like no one's going to stop Jokic, but you could slow him down slightly, make life difficult for him. And I feel like a player like Dwight Howard would, would do that. Um, and then also added Boogie Cousins to this list too, just because you and I, you especially, and, and I'm, I totally sports you were advocating for him last year. He's still yeah. available. I think he'd be awesome on the Warriors. Any thoughts there? Yeah, no, I wouldn't be opposed to Boogie Cousins at all. I, I thought so last year as well when we were talking about hoping who the Warriors sign in free agency. But for whatever reason, there's something going on with the Warriors, I mean, coaching staff, front office. I still am not entirely clear. Bob Meyer said in an interview last year that the Warriors would not bring back Boogie Cousins for some reason. I don't know if it was Bob or Steve or who exactly it was that just didn't see eye to eye with him. And for whatever reason, like he's not someone the organization would consider pursuing. And Bob was like very, you know, upfront about it. So for right. whatever reason, I just, I think it'd be, I think Boogie would be fine. Like you don't need someone who can add, you know, big minutes. Uh, I'm just trying to think amongst who's left. I mean, Noel is a terrible offensive player, but again, I think defensively at least he could help. Um, and then looking at this list, like I don't mind Dwight Howard, like you said, just because you're forced to guard him. But 
I- I'm with you, Sai. Anyone they sign at this point, like I would be happy about. Like anyone, anyone yeah. at all with any size, like just sign them. Like the- at this point, just sign them. If they sign Bulbul, if they sign Mobama, if they sign, like I will be happy. <laughs> Someone, Absolutely. please. And one other player, I'm going to put him in Group A. He has I've, I keep forgetting to add him, and I'm doing that right now. And that's T.J. Warren again. Not a big, but you, you're going to need other bench players. I mean, you're, you're going to need some reinforcements. Uh, and, and T.J. Warren could be someone who could literally be an all-star caliber player if he comes back to his old form. Uh, he briefly played last year after missing two-plus years due to injury. Uh, would T.J. Warren excite you at all or, or no, Kylan? Your thoughts? Um, Anyone at this point? I mean, I, it's hard because do any of these players excite? You know, well, yeah, yeah, I heard you. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's yeah. so hard. Um, but <laughs> I don't, I don't mind, I wouldn't mind TJ Warren, you know, in the bench type of role that, that we're talking about. Um, yeah, <laughs> no, I hear you, I hear you. It's, it's, there, there, look, there, any player that's remaining is going to have serious flaws. There's no way you could be excited about any of them. Yeah. Um, we're, we're running out of time here, we're not going to have time to touch on the Dame uh, Lillard to the Warriors talk. Uh, just to summarize, Ramona Shelbourne was on the game today, the Warriors flagship station, and, and mentioned that if the Warriors had stayed patient instead of trading for Chris Paul, they could have made a move for uh, uh, Damian Lillard. The price would have been much heavier. Uh, you're adding another point guard. I would not have been that. Uh, I don't care that much about that story. Do you have any thoughts on that before we move on? Um, No. Yeah, some people like some people like really love the idea of Dame Lillard to the Warriors. I I don't. I mean, he's mm-hmm. he's older, he's small, he's redundant. He, he yeah, is not redundant. who the Warriors need. You need defense yep. and size right yep. now. That is their issue. Yep. It's yeah. So um, you know, Dame Lillard. You're on fantastic. point. You're on point. And, and let's uh let's let's finish up the show with this soundbite. Uh, this was uh, you know, what do we? You want to save this for for Friday? Maybe let's save it. We're running against the clock here. I was going to play the soundbite of Rick Buecher talking about um, how the Warriors were doing their best uh, to, to placate Jordan Poole uh, following the punch incident. Jordan Poole wanted nothing to do with it. Um, I don't know. Do you have any thoughts about that? Is it time to move on from that subject? Yeah, no, we can we can play the soundbite on Friday if we end up having time. Uh, you know, I, I don't know that I'll ever really understand fully what went on behind the scenes of the Warriors. Um I know a lot of people want to move on from it. I still think it's interesting to me personally, yeah. like uh, just because they felt like the Warriors just failed in their handling of a lot of situations last season. Like oh, that's the only reason why I'm curious about like what actually happened, because I want to know what went on behind the scenes. And like, was this as bad as or worse than it looked from the outside? Not as bad. I mean, I would love to know more about what Jordan Poole's reaction was to the whole situation and did the Warriors make it better, worse? I mean, I just, I don't know. There were just a lot of things about last season and the way that certain things were handled that I felt like it wasn't a good look. Big time. Yeah, they, I, the whole, I mean, I, I, I never in my wildest dreams would have hoped for a season to end. And when, when the season ended last year, I was relieved. I was like, thank you. This is over. The, the whole year was a mess. It was an absolute mess. So, um I'm doing a, a show with Rick Barry tomorrow. Uh, follow Kylan on Twitter and all social media platforms at Kylan Mills. I'm officially on threads. Um, follow me there. It's at dog wild. One word, super easy, seven letters. 
uh, and and I'm gonna do the threats thing. I'm I'm really over Twitter. So cool. Uh, I'm so down. I'll, I'm gonna set one up and follow you. Yeah. The only thing I haven't I haven't figured out yet is like how you can control who's on your stream. Um, and then again, direct messaging is not a feature available yet, but I'm sure they're going to add these things as time goes on. But yeah, um, yeah, that, that read limit thing just was frustrating. It's like, stop trying to steal money from us, Elon. You're, you're a billionaire. Yeah, you're, dude, and the check mark thing, everything, dude, my Twitter. And I know that this is part of how the algorithm changed. Like I get all these like ads now and I get like targeted political content and like I don't want to read about politics on Twitter I'm Absolutely. sorry like I'm there for funny stuff and sports and <laughs> like I'm serious like since the changeover I've noticed more ads and more like political content coming up and I don't follow and like interact with that stuff so I feel like it's definitely intentional I don't know that's maybe I'm getting into conspiracy no, territory but I'm there's I, the algorithm definitely changed and like there I think there's been certain stuff so anyways I'm all in. New apps? Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. Threads. Yeah. So, Kylan, we'll, we'll same username for you because you basically just roll over your Instagram. Yeah, handle. I just keep them all the same. There's not many Holy. other Kylan Mills out there. Zero. So it makes it easy. Well, no, and no one can steal it anyways. It, when you first download the app, it asks okay, you, perfect. like, do you want do you want your Instagram account? And you just say yes or no. And um, so, so if you download Threads, Kylan will be there at Kylan Mills. Um, again, follow me on there at Dog Wild. And otherwise, we'll be back at it tomorrow. Kylan, you'll be back with me on Friday. Let's really hope something happens. Please, Golden State, just do something. I mean, this is insane. Please. Thank you, everyone. We'll be back at it soon. Take care, folks. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I love that.